Hey guys, Joel Kleber here. I'm the host of Ask Jim and welcome to another replay of the Ask Jim. So every Wednesday night at 7 o'clock Australian Eastern Standard Time, you can jump onto our Jim's Group Facebook page and ask Jim a question. And these are the replays from those sessions as well. So we love to have you on the live show and leave Jim a question. We answer um, anything, nothing is off limits, so make sure you do that. Or if not, you can find the replays on our YouTube channel, social media, or you can listen to them on the podcast right here. So we hope you enjoy this episode of Hashtag Ask Jim. Hi everyone, welcome to episode number 73 of Ask Jim. And Jim just made it, you always cut it fine every week. That was the closest, I reckon, 20 seconds. 20 seconds ago, you still They talking. know it's Wednesday night, they insist on putting dinner on at quarter to quarter to seven. And why did you have the, uh, and why did you have to be, what was the special occasion? No, no, no special occasion. My, my son's 11th birthday today, but we're going to have the proper dinner. That's a special occasion though, your son's 11th birthday today. The, the celebration okay. dinner is tomorrow. Okay, okay. I actually had a tooth extractor today, which is a real fun way of spending a day. So we decided to put it off until the next day where I might appreciate the food a bit more. <laughs> so you need a tooth extraction today. Yeah. You feel all right? Yeah, I just had a couple of neurofin. It's, it's fine. I've right. got a lovely dentist. So. Good stuff. Okay, guys, so we did promise it during the week. So we've got a lot of people tuning in, which is great. So we've got Katie Reading, John Idemus. So g'day, John, Dave McDonald, and Hayda Saints are tuning in from the start. G'day, Hayda. So thanks for everyone tuning in. So the big surprise is very is what we got during the week, which was very nice. If someone saw there was a hint on the Instagram of all the boxes, so we'll pull it up now. So that's the surprise there. So we got them in early, which has been fantastic, which has been the Monopoly games. So what we're gonna do now, Jim, do you wanna open it up for me? And we're gonna chuck some of the pieces down for people on this camera here where we can see. Yep. Okay. So let's just open it up. So the Jim's Monopoly game is there. This is my this is my personal design, this, this, this board. Actually, I'll show the board. Let's yeah, show the board, and then we'll go through the pieces. This is going. To, this is the classic proper Monopoly game. All that stuff's all out of date now. Mayfair Park Lane, forget about it. <laughs> this is the proper way you want to play in future. That's it. It's all about. It's all about customer service and business success. Well, do you want to hold it sort of up, maybe to the camera? Yeah, so I know okay. it's a bit hard to right. fold. Can we? Can we see it like this? Sort of see it like that. Yep. So you can sort of see and get the gist of it there. But as you yeah. go around the board, there's all the services. So there's fencing. Yeah. There's um, metal fencing. Metal fencing, yeah. picket, fencing. picket fencing. And then the next one's pool care. This is pool cleaning, pool equipment, pool heating. And then we have the cleaning divisions of the train stations. We have mowing, pest control, yeah. test and tag, building inspections. Yeah. And we have all the cards as well. And this is this is antennas. And this over here is um, building inspections. Mm -hmm. And then dog grooming. That's it. Test and tag. Mowing and pest control. That's it there. Yeah. And everyone was going to, and all the mowing guys were saying we should be up in Mayfair, but just with the colour coordination, we probably didn't sit too well. We've got obviously the Jim's logo on the on the Monopoly pad there, which you can see as well. And then we've got the Monopoly money. Yep. Now, if you do buy a game, you might be able to pay your fees with this Monopoly money, the Jim money. So we'll see how you go. Yeah, yeah, that's all right. <laughs> if you give me a full pack of Monopoly money, I'll take ten bucks off your fees. <laughs> so we'll chuck that out there. Yeah, so that's going to cost you seventy bucks. It's a good deal. <laughs> Very true. So we'll put that out there. So you can see them little little monopoly money there. Let me get the tokens out. The tokens are nice. Tokens are nice. And we also have the cards as well. So there's a the window pressure yeah, cleaning. You've there. got the, the trailer. How about that one? That's a good one. Mm. And there's a TV screen for the. And then there's a, a hammer for the handyman. This is a vacuum cleaner for cleaning. And this is a lawnmower. Another another mowing one. And here's the dog wash, which is the same as in pretty much the same as the normal monopoly. Yeah, well the dog wash one was pretty pretty self-explanatory because everyone likes the dog and the hammer. But there's the custom Jim's mowing trailer now. If, um, it's a bit of a throwing hazard. I know if some little kids like to get in trouble, so hopefully no one throws that because it's a big lump of metal, but I thought that was really cool that we got that done. And what's, what's really nice too is that when you, instead of having one of those boring old houses, you get a, a little green Jimbo. 
That's it, little green Jimbo, and we've got the little red ones as well. Yeah, a little red, red one there. Yeah, which is great. And what you, I don't, Monopoly's right up your alley, isn't it, Jim? It's a baby boomer. It's all about acquiring properties, putting up rents and kicking, not just getting many as you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just get you the generation Y or, or whiners, as we call you. We we um, we charge you ridiculous rents so you can't afford to buy a house to your own. But the only problem with this game is it doesn't have enough Jimbos to reflect your real property uh, property portfolio, <laughs> does it? You might have to get a couple of them. I don't care. <laughs> Property is not the thing, divisions. I'd rather have a gym than a property. I'd rather have a gym. But you can collect the game. It's really cool. 60 bucks still on the website as I well. Actually, I actually seriously reckon that if you're talking about an investment, a gym's franchise or a regional franchise is a whole lot better than property. I mean, out of property, what can you get? Like 5% return? You get a gym's franchise, what you're getting your money back in is like a 300% return because you get your money back within a few months. I mean, isn't that a better deal? That's true. There Seriously, that's an investment. There you go. This but is I'll... why this is a much more serious game mm. about business than, than anything to do with property. Well, we want to, maybe if you want I don't think you can open the cards up. But there's some cards, there's window and pressure cleaning on them. We'll go through it in a bit. And someone's gone, is it a tipper trailer? <laughs> it's a it's a ten, it's a double double axle trailer. It's not. A, I don't know if it's a tipper trailer or not, but it's it's really detailed. So when you get that, you can actually see there's a, there's a tire there and there's actually the mowing cage and stuff like that. So it was really cool and well done by Actually, that. Actually, what we should see show is... So we'll try and get the cards open if we can. The cards. As we go. Have you got a knife or something? Oh, I don't have a knife on me, Jim. Don't carry knives around with me. It's probably illegal. Can't do that. So I've got a few few comments. So whilst Jim tries to do that, Taylor Alcock just... Bit butter knife. Have you got a knife over there? Like a, like maybe a, you can stab it with a little pen or something on the side, maybe. So we've just got Jake trying to open the cards. I actually have got some fingernails. Yeah, just that butter knife will do. So I'll run through some comments real quickly as well, Jim. So we've got Taylor Alcock tuning in from uh, Jim's Cleaning Up in Goblin North. Then Katie Reading says, Happy birthday for your son. Mint Jim's Mobile Tires is tuning in, so get out of Jim's Mobile Tires. I think that's Chris. Then David Don says, I've got home at 6.20 cooked to parmy and chips and a glass of red. Jim, you better you, you need better time management, <laughs> which is true. And then Jim's mowing Bay of Plenty Hawks Bay. Well, I could, have just avoid, I just could avoid having dinner. Thank you very much for that comment. <laughs> and then David says, show me the antenna van. Well, that could double for an antenna van. But that one's the antennas division. There's a TV, so you can hang that on the wall. Then um, yeah, Andy Verrett says, exciting, absolutely. Then there's a dog groomy one there from um, Katie. And then Jim's Meming says, so you can contact Monopoly and just ask him. <laughs> you can see, there you go. And then how can we buy one of the Monopoly games? It's just via the jims.net website under the shop. There's Jim's Monopoly so there's there, two, Taylor, There's two versions. There's customer service, which is the same as chance, and business success, which is the same as community chess. So here's a business success advanced to termite treatment. So instead of saying something boring like <laughs> advanced to Mayfair, or advanced, win a beauty pageant, which you advanced would to termite treatment, yeah. win a trip to window and pressure cleaning. If you pass glow, collect 200. There you go. See, there Why you not? go. Window pressure cleaning there, which is like, business says, one of your regular clients referred you to their neighbor. Aha. How, much do, how much do they collect? 150 bucks. Not bad, 150 just 150 bucks, yeah. Not bad. It's all Good. about that. Um, advance to dog wash. Advance to your nearest communication hub, which is-, which is um, The call center. The call center. That's it. Or the gyms.net. <laughs> If owned, throw dice and pay on a total of 10 times the amount thrown. So that's, they're your business success ones. And down the other end, you have your customer service. You offer same-day service and make a client very happy, collect 200. Not bad at all. Um, but you wrote all these cards, didn't you? I wrote them all. So you I wrote, wrote Jim all. wrote all these cards, which is... You decide to fit out your new vehicles with brand new equipment, pay $40 per green Jimbo, 110 115, 115 per, per red Jimbo. So let's keep going, Jim. That's enough cars. We want people to make sure they buy it and they can have all well, that. The good thing about this is not only it's not only unlike a normal board monopoly game, this not only is fun to play, but it also means you can learn about how to give good customer service and you'd be successful in business.
Absolutely. It's all in the gym system. It's many, many advantages. It's very, very unique. Just another benefit of becoming a gym's franchisees. You have your own board game, which you can give to clients. So the way, why can this be great if you if you want to give a point of difference to a big body corporate to someone as a real estate agent, taking one of these in over a bottle of wine or something would, would do wonders, I reckon. Or if you've got big clients, maybe get a couple of your big clients for Christmas, a couple of these as opposed to, they'll remember it. And the great thing around it is they get aware of all these other services as they play the game. I didn't know gyms did this. So there's a lot of good stuff in there. And there's obviously the box design's got the, the how do we do the box and the cards? You want to maybe let people know just to know the order of how we come up with who would be on the board and the cards? Well, yeah, the, we, we picked the biggest divisions, basically. Yeah. So the basically the nine biggest divisions in terms of numbers of franchisees, uh, on, the, on most of them over 100 in, in pest control. Mm. So yeah, that's how we do it. And plus the cards as well has some other divisions the on cards yeah. so, so every division that's got at least 50 franchises gets to mention somewhere. And we're going to do some live streaming and we're going to play some games and all that sort of stuff. And Jim's going to take all the properties just like real life and I won't be able to get anything and pay exorbitant rent to Jim. Jim, the old power hungry wants this the is, board. This is, this, is your, this is your feeble chance to try and, and overtake the boss, at least at Monopoly. <laughs> True. We'll give it a crack. We'll do some games and stuff. But massive thanks to people who are involved. Obviously, Jim wrote the game and Jim... Put it, the advisor committee who approved it. Actually, Jake, Jake and Ben did the design work. Jake and Ben. I think it's pretty nice, actually. Jake and Ben did a lot of great work. So thank you to everyone who's pre-purchased it as well. Massive thank you for the wait because it was supposed to be end of April, out of our control due to coronavirus, and then we had delay, then another delay, and we got it early this time. So it's supposed to be end of July. So very thank you very much for everyone. And please buy them because um, they're great for clients, and I think it's really unique. No other franchising system probably besides McDonald's maybe has this that I know of. So... Really snap them up. All right, Neil, I'm going to get through the comments now, guys, from where I left off. So Neil Simpson says, hi, Jim and Joel from Jim's Mowing. Uh, he's a franchisee in North Auckland. So we love the NZ guys who always tune in every weekend, girls. Yes. And then um, Tracy Lambert says, what's a dog wash token? The dog wash token is a Scottish Terrier. So if anyone remember those chum dog ads with the little Scottish Terrier, yeah. I remember those. It's very similar yeah. to in, in, in the old-fashioned. The real one. That's it. Normal Monopoly. So Tracy Lambert's asked that, so it's a little little dog. Katie Reed says, I just bought a Jim's Monopoly. Fantastic. Now, Dave McDonald says, are you going to dock Joel's wages 20% for not being in uniform on Monday? <laughs> on the podcast, I had a night jumper on. I, I, knew, oh, yeah, I had a night jumper on. Oh, dear. Sponsoring. Um, dear, dear. Yeah, sponsoring. I think that's a good idea, mm. docking wages. I haven't tried that so far. I think you'd love to do it. I think it'd be very profitable. <laughs> very profitable. <laughs> what, would you, what would you dock wages for? All my staff are grossly overpaid anyway. We're <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Full sandals. Evening, Jim and Joel. How cold is it in Murrubuck tonight? I think it's freezing. Too You've got bad. a T-shirt on. I've had a coat on since yeah. I was outside. I don't like these people who sit around in warm, heated offices the whole day. That's very true. Good 90 people tuning in, guys. So leave a comment or a question there for Jim. I'll get to as many as we can. We're just going for now. It's cold out. I think it's good weather, actually. I reckon Melbourne weather is fantastic. You I don't know why anybody would want to go live in Queensland. Oh, you like the cold. You're a bit cold-hearted, Jim. That's why you like I cold. I am cold-hearted. I just love the cold. <laughs> Today's a Renard's gone Jim's dog wash. Hamilton ends in my fourth week, so that's fantastic. Wow. Okay. Let us know how you're going. Love to know. And then David Don says, do you get a breach and go to jail? We wanted to do that. We wanted to. Yeah. It says go to jail. Um, yeah, that's right. We wanted to say breach and then go to, <laughs> ju just in, but they wouldn't let us do it. We wanted to put something else on free parking and these things too, but the, you have to keep the corners the same. Yeah, they have to stay the same, unfortunately. That's non-negotiable because that's what we wanted to do, didn't we? Yeah. We're coming we, to that. I had it all written out, but they just wouldn't let me do and it. And we had us collect 200 salary when we wanted that to be something different, which was, um, you know, was it received 200 income or something like that, yeah. which is what we wanted, but we couldn't do it, unfortunately. And then we've got a few people tuning in, which is great. Alex Alex Ciavalo has gone, this is this is pre-recorded, bloody stitch up. Ha, Alex, clearly not pre-recorded, don't worry about that. And Dave McDonald says, why are my comments being marked as spam? They shouldn't be. Have Alex Ciavalo has gone, how come you don't quote over the phone? That's a good question. Oh. How come you don't quote over the phone? Well, very good question. I mean, sometimes people do, actually. If you've got skip bins, they'll tell you so much for a three-meter skip, so much for a two. 
Um, I think the only other division that does it is um, is a uh, 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 car detailing. Yeah, they they will give quotes like that. But generally, it's, it's just hard to know how much the job is. So the trouble is, you, you give a person an idea on the phone, and then you actually turn up, and you say, "Oh, it'll be so and so," because it's not what they described, and then they get very upset and offended. Yeah, it's a common thing. People want messages. Over- They want a price and that's it, and then yeah. it's not the best for the franchise. Either, we the also customer. think that if, if you're actually there in person facing somebody, you're more likely to get the sale because, because you're actually, it's a personal touch. We don't compete very well on price, and we don't try and compete on price. With mm-hmm. 180,000 unserviced leads a year, to be very, we don't need to compete on price. So we find the way to get the best price is to turn up, give a quote to the person, show your, your uniform, just show your presentation, show yourself, and then just put them on the spot like that. And a lot of the time, who the people want the cheapest, they end up getting someone else back in later to fix up the cheap job. Yeah, I, I, I had another one just just an hour ago. I was looking and there was a there was a complaint about a terrible job done and so forth. And the franchisee writes in and says, it "Wasn't me. That's it. I didn't do it. They got somebody else, presumably cheaper, and they got a bad job." And what I always do is I write back under it, "Well, they should have picked Maggie." That's that's exactly right. And the one I hear all the time is the hanging up the TV. They get someone from Airtask or whoever to hang a TV. They completely stuff it up. Then they call in Jim's antennas to fix up the job. Happens all the time. You've got to pay for quality. Eric Jurgen says, "Hi, Jim and Joel." So I'm going back up the comments, guys. Hi, Jim and Joel. So last week I promised a surprise in the next couple of weeks for the two of you. I'm very happy to announce that this that tonight it has arrived. And Joel, if you would kindly show Jim the surprise I have for him. So I'm going to show on my phone, but Jack's going to put up an image hopefully there as well. I heard about this. I was a bit worried about the surprises when he told me Eric was going to send me something. So can you see it? Have a look at what's special about the photo. I think Jack's putting it up on there on the TV for people to see as well. Can you see the number plate? Oh, right. <laughs> it took you a while to switch on it, but that's all number right. Number plate, yes. How all good is right. that? Wow, well so, done. So the number plate of 131546. Very clever. I don't know why. I don't, I don't know how, it, how you... How I don't you, know why someone hasn't done it sooner. No. I think a, it's, it's like a, it's an amazing. i3i or something. i3i546 or whatever he's done. But um, that's fantastic. So I've just shown Jim on the phone. It looks brilliant. Yes. And I know Jake's put it up on the screen there. So well done, Eric. And I was a bit worried when he said I've got a surprise for you. I didn't know what it was going to be. So that well, was a really good surprise during the week. Yes, yeah. So I think what somebody, somebody got a phone number, which was um, 04 something, rather 131546. I know it's been done. Now, from an IP, well, that's true. Well, from an IP point of view, even if they leave, if they want to drive around 131546, then go ahead. No worries. Get free call to the call center. All right, let's keep going on here as well. Um, and we're going down to the questions right here. So Paul Sanders is gone. And Joel, the free for Jim's per- the virtual Jim's personal training PT sessions are still running. First one this morning was fun. So Jim's personal training are doing free uh, personal training sessions over Zoom. Do we know how many how many turned up? I don't know. Put it in there, Paul. How many turned up? How so many we can actually, know. How many actually get? But there's a link on the personal training page for it, so you can just sign up. It's for free. Just just do it if you want to. It's even from a motivational point of view, it'd be good. There's someone saying how you're doing and, and yeah. whatever else. So maybe give him a crack. Jim's PT with Paul Sandals on well, the I feet. I think it's great. Personal trainers are really really good to keep you keep you motivated and, and, and exercising properly and stuff. Yeah, I've started going back to one after your comments to me every week, Jim. So. I'm that. glad it's. I'm glad it's. It's soaking in. It has. It has if, if if it can get through the layers of blubber in the meantime to do so. All right, settle down, skeleton. Settle down, skin and bones. We'll keep going. All right, Neil Simpson's going. Call me. Skin and bones. Skin and bones. And skeleton. And skeletal last week. I think I dropped. How charming. How charming. <laughs> <laughs> well, you told me to give it back to you. I'm giving it back to you. I've been practicing all week. All right, Neil Simpson says hi, Jim and Joel from uh, North Auckland, which is fantastic. Okay, what is the one car? What is what one is the car? There's no car in there, Dalton. No, We've got a Jim's mowing trailer instead of the car. We've got some custom ones. So we had custom tokens done. So there is no car in it. It is a trailer instead. 
Now it says, where are the monopolies made? We don't buy a third party in New South Wales. Mm. However, it would have been manufactured in China, which is what have happened, and then uh, buy New South Wales. Then Scott Ongi has gone amazing. Uh, here we go, let's go on here. Stuart Rainbow says, hi guys, enjoying the new gym's monopoly tonight. Took on and smashed my three girls tonight already. Uh, told them to get back to Monopoly Junior. Good work, guys. Well, thanks I said to beat my kids too, actually, mostly through making deals with them. You sort of make deals with partnerships and all kinds of weird things, and you can usually outsmart the kids. Oh, there you go. If you feel good about yourself outsmarting the kids, there we go. Uh, thanks for buying a copy, Stuart. Stuart, come in today. Yeah, they more. complained bitterly last time I played. They said, you don't even like Monopoly. That's true, but yeah. I beat them. There we go. Let's keep going on here as well. And then Dave McDonald says, I'd get a complaint and a breach, so we will give Joel two more chances. Fair enough. Adam Hermann says... Out of uniform. That's Adam true. Jumper. I wore a Nike jumper instead of a Jim's jumper. We don't have a Jim's jumper yet. Then Adam Hermann... Is it Nike or is it Nike? I say Nike because it's the, after the Greek. It goddess. is Nike, yeah. yeah. That's it. Adam Hermann's gone. Melbourne weather is terrible. Absolutely. Ah, come on. <laughs> Who said that? Where do you, where do you come from? Where, then, where does he live? I think you must be in New South Wales or Queensland if you're saying that. Then Adam, or Perth. Listen, you softy. You, you, don't know what, you know what real weather is like. The only people that can speak anybody comes from Tasmania or, say, the South Island of New Zealand. You're all, <laughs> the rest of you are all soft. Sorry, you are. Come on, a bit of cold weather. Be a man. Or a woman, as the case may be. <laughs> Tracy Lambert says, beware Wade will log on soon and want a free game. Absolutely. Yeah. Wade, uh, Wade's not getting a free it's game a no matter bit what It's a bit much for a giveaway, I'm afraid. It's, I think maybe if he buys a franchise, maybe. Yeah. Buy a franchise is the one. Buy a franchise one, only way. That time, Wayne. Wade, exactly Wayne, right. Yeah. Then Daddy, we'll start calling you Wayne until you come to training, Wade. So, Wayne, so that might be the way to go. Wade, Wade. Eddie DeVette's gone, just bought mine. Fantastic, Eddie, from mowing. And then Adam Herman says, sunny coast is the place to be. So he's on the sunny coast, no place like Caloundra. Mm. You ever been to Caloundra, Sun, Sunshine Coast? Yeah, I've been there, yeah. Not as good as Melbourne. <laughs> That's not a bad area. Eric Jennings says, Joel, did you see my comments? Just read it out before, so I'm catching up. That's where you can tell where we are, guys. So leave your comments and questions. We'll keep going down. Dave McDonald says, jail should have been training. Yes. I would change mine. Absolutely should have been. They wouldn't let us do it, though. Absolutely. Dave McDonald says, I get asked all the time for quotes. I don't know what's wrong with your antenna, so it would be unfair to quote over the phone. It's absolutely. That's the way yes. to handle it. Yeah, absolutely it is. You've got to get to see them. Mm. It's actually the same thing. When, when, you, when, you, yeah, when you sell to somebody, sell, sell yourself. Sell yourself to their face. You want to, we're after, we don't compete on price. We didn't compete on our... On their quality, on their reputation, on their service, their presentation, those kind of things. I, I, I have no, no time for competing on price. It's a terrible way to run a business. I said, any Thompson says pre-ordered our monopoly already. Can't wait yet. So Denise and Jake were posted out first bunch today, and they'll post out the second bunch tomorrow. Yep. The postman wasn't happy. We had, this, we had these post office blokes who walk in, and he posts today, nah, walk out. He's <laughs> walked in today, and he's gone, I've actually got to do some work. He's struggling a bit under the pump. So they're going to post it out today. Adam Hamam says, cheap work ain't good, absolutely. He yeah, says, good work ain't cheap. Right. And Aaron Party says, I told you about the air task, Joel. Absolutely, Aaron did. So Aaron's from Jim's Antennas. And Aaron told me about the fix-up and what regularly happens for the division. And we had, I think we've posted some videos with Aaron, which you can see on the service. He's a good fella. And Steve Durham says, g'day all. And nearly at the end of the training, gone live in the system. Can't thank Adam Powell, Justin Kirk, and Brent Davenport for all their time and effort. Can't thank them enough. A lot of work coming in already. Excellent, yes. And I think he's up on the central coast. We actually sent a person up today. He was just starting his eight weeks training and fencing and got about 11 jobs. <laughs> was 11 a, jobs? It was the stuff up on the system. He shouldn't be now for work at all. Gee, but he was just a bit stunned. He can't believe it. He's not even supposed to be starting for eight weeks. He's already getting work. <laughs> and Katie Reading says, great work, Eric. Clever, clever. I wish everyone knew it was my idea for you to get those plates. So it wasn't Eric's idea. It was Katie's idea about the plates. Well done. Well done. I'm sure in the other states there's some available though. Victoria's obviously got that plate yeah. done, so 
some of the other states. Well, it's, it, it, I, I, yeah, I, I3I546. There we go. So there's WA, there'll be other ones available. Then Tracy Lemon says, tomorrow I have Tanya Teal, Jim's Dogwash and Jim's Richmond. Car detailing coming to home. That's fantastic. Hopefully wow. a photo for the Jim's group page. Yep, post it um, we'll, or send it through like, social we'd media. We'd like to use each other when we possibly can. That's great. Yeah, take pictures of it. We love it. So send it through to us. That'd be fantastic. Then Paul Santos says, seven turned up and more registered. That's great. Seven turned up. Seven turned up for his online PT virtual oh, session. Oh, good, good. And oh, more right. have registered, Excellent. which is fantastic. Yes. And David Don says, Joel, just call him Mr. Burns. <laughs> I've got a few got a few insults now. I've got a few insults for Jim. Don't worry about that. I've been researching during the week. Mr. Burns is not an insult. Mr. Burns is flattery. I know you see that, but I, I don't know. He's not a nice man, who, Mr. Burns. Who, who could Blocking be, out the sun on people. Yeah, or, no. Billionaire. You, you mean as anything else. There's mm. travels in everybody. I mean, that's the perfect role model. <laughs> Business. Come on! <laughs> yeah, we'll keep moving on. Susan Susan Fordham says, uh, try doing another live. Love the idea of the new Monopoly with this COVID-19 going on. Uh, till how long will ever most franchises be put on FPOS? All right, so how long will most franchisees be put on FPOS? That's the question from Susan Fordham. Um, there's different ways of collecting money now. We're actually working on one for Jim's jobs, which will allow you to take money directly, just, just from the program. Been taking a photograph, it'll translate the whole thing, and you can do it. You can, yeah, well, that, that's planned probably for later on this year. And payments can be made without you know, anyone having to go near the home and stuff, it can be done, yeah, by phones and all that yes. sort of thing as well. So, that's there. We go. Then Eric Jurgen says, You are such a fibber, you will be banned soon. Also, why did you try and fix me up with your mother today? I'm very happily married. That's Eric back to Katie. Ah, so right. good to hear, you're very happily married, Eric. Let's keep going on. Kerry Houghton's going, Hi, Jim. I recently did a promotion with a voucher and a pair of gym socks times three. A few clients requested some socks, so I now have purchased 15 pairs. We are planning a spring one similar to uh, and have purchased 10, 10 Jim's carpet cleaning teddy bears. Thinking ahead to Christmas promos, maybe Jim's Monopoly. How about a freebie? So Kerry's a franchise. Are you asking for a free Monopoly to give uh, to I clients? I don't think but... you're the first one. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. As <laughs> a giveaway, it's a little expensive. Uh, yeah. We don't make that much on these things, I'm afraid. If we could actually get them made ourselves without Hasbro, we'd do fine. But uh, they, they charge a lot for it. But as a gift, it'd be awesome for your clients. If you've got a couple of big clients or I something think, you want to... I think it'd be major. If you had a, a key real estate agent or someone like that who can give you lots and lots of work, that, that'd be where it goes. One of the things we're actually getting done now um, is, is Jim's mowing playing cards. Yep. And the reason we do it with Jim's mowing is because we think there's enough volume to get the price down to a couple of bucks per. Right. At that level, I reckon that'd be a, a great giveaway. Fantastic. So I, I reckon if you could go and give a quote to somebody... And then you can give them a gift of a playing card. It's only a couple of bucks, which is a lot less than your lead fee. Mm -hmm. You just make a better presentation. Very, very, very true. The Damien Don says, we had a two-degree start with the fog, got to 12, but the sun was out all day after nine. So it was great. Had to take the jumper off and switch to the short sleeves shirt. So that, he's up in Horsham there. Yeah, so very, yeah. very, it gets very cold up in Horsham. I reckon I reckon working outside in the middle of winter is really fun. I enjoy it. <laughs> I'm on farm. Seriously, it's great. It, it, some it's too hot. I don't you like cold showers in the morning as well. You like cold showers in the morning. And working on the farm in all weathers, even in the rain sometimes, it's just, it's good. And we go, Steve Darren says, how's Victorian franchises going with the lockdown there? I feel for them. Hope they're all okay. I don't What's think, the feedback? I don't think we're slowing down very much at all. It, it's, it's, it's just back to stage three. So the only, the divisions that tend to be affected are building inspections and test and tag. A little bit of cleaning. Some of the cleaning guys are a little bit put off, but little effects. We're actually getting more leads than we did the same time last year. Well, what about the rumours of the stage four? What do you think will happen there? I don't think they'll do it. I don't yeah. think they'll do a New Zealand type lock. I don't think they'll do a New Zealand style lockdown at all. I just don't think. I don't. I think it'd be too unpopular. Right. 
I just I can't believe it. they'll just say everybody stay home knowing people everywhere, which is pretty stupid anyway. Even in New Zealand, there was a um, I got something from the government to say, hey, you could apply to us to go out and 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 you know mow lawns and stuff. And I, I went to the franchisors and said, do you want to make an application? They said, oh no, we don't want it because the feeling is too strong against it. Mm. But it's it's it'd be pretty foolish. The kind of jobs that we do, especially the outdoor ones like mowing, you know, fencing, pool cleaning, dog wash, those kind of things. The, the, the chance of infection is so so low. It's a lot lot less than going to the supermarket. Mm. So I, I, I am pretty confident they won't lock us down that far. Let's hope not. Um, Eric Jenkins says, maybe if a family supplies gyms with three franchisees into different divisions, they could be given a game of Monopoly. I'm sure we could manage that. <laughs> <laughs> Which he so, did. So if you've, got, if you've got any family in mind who wants to buy three new franchises starting now, we will look at it, Eric. But it's not retroactive, is it? Not, retro, not retrospective, no. Not retrospective. <laughs> Imagine, let's keep going. Katie Ring says, how do but you But if guys... your neighbour wants to do the same thing, we'll definitely give you one. There it is. Great deal. That's it. And Katie Reddy asked the same question, so you just heard the answer there. Thanks for that one, Katie. Dave McDonald, all of my jobs today were not quoted at all. Just fix it, then send the bill. Most for one business, four properties, probably $5,000 worth of some mobile phone boosters. Not bad. Yeah, but it's somebody you already know. Mm. If you don't know the person, actually sending the bill without a quote can be a big problem because then the client says, why should I pay this? I had one like that the other day. And I said to the franchisee, why didn't you quote them? Where's your quote? How are you going to get them to pay the bill if you didn't quote them first? Because mm. the client says, I never agreed to the quote. You just did it. That's it. Go to jail. We're going to make him preach notice. Well, or, or, not compliant. Or, or don't get paid or don't, don't get paid pain. much or something like that. I'm, I'm not saying that, I mean, he said that the quote, no, no. the price was fair, but yeah. the, the client wasn't told. Let's keep going. Paul Samson is still out to work in Vic. Steve, Jim's diggers serviced more leads in Victoria this June than any other year. Going great, onwards and upwards, which is and fantastic. Many other divisions the same too. And Paul Stanley's gone, Jim, what is your monopoly strategy? It's a good question, Paul. You, you make Acquire, deals. Acquire, hold, and, and just keep no, it No, 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 you've got to make deals. deals. Monop monopoly is all about making deals. So what happens is you get, you get um, like, pool cleaning and pool equipment, mm -hmm. and you go to the person who's got pool heating, and you say, okay, let's form a consortium. We'll work together, and we'll, we'll jointly operate this property as, a, as, like, a consortium. And then we obviously we won't build each other, but we'll everybody else. So you make deals like that. That's how I, that's how I do it. Okay, there we go. Great question, Paul. That's really good. Because you can't you can't you can't figure out where you're going to land. <laughs> you, you just don't you just don't know. That's just pure luck. So you, it's, it's the intrigue. Dave McDonald says one three one five four six dot com dot is available. Buy it before I do. I think I don't know if we, I don't know what the legality of that one is. Uh, no, no, please don't. We don't need to as a, as a website. Yeah, we don't need the uh, squatters on the domains. David Noss says we've had F Post from day one. Square is great. Square is a good product. Square is made by the Twitter Twitter founder Jack Dorsey. Mm -hmm. It's pretty neat actually. Those things. I know when we had dog watch done last time, they came just a little white box and you just waved your card over it and that fixed it up. Yeah. There's all kinds of ways of getting paid these days. Let's see. What, what about well, what about back in your day? Back getting paid, bartering. Yeah, mostly bartering, mostly. bartering back in your day. <laughs> A few chooks. Yeah, that was that was a that was, well. They hadn't invented metal in those days, so we, we couldn't give him coins or anything. You just had to say, oh, "I'll give you my my." Here's a wombat, and you, you can. Here's a wombat. <laughs> what were you going to do with the wombat? Oh, I had a wombat for a, for a witchery grub root something. Mean, few old, chooks. Give old, me a few chooks. Ways, yeah. Mr. Tablet, give you a free chook for some eggs. There yeah, you go. Right. Parish Jane says, "Hi Jim, who is the best chess player at work at the moment?" Parish Jane, who used to work here. Ooh. Who was the best chess player at work at the moment? I used to play with the IT guys. I, I got to say, it was I'm not used to beat them. Sometimes, other times they beat me. There was a few. Mm. We, Who's should, best? We, should, we should have another tournament when the uh, 
when the uh, crisis lets up. We used we used to um, meet mostly in IT and, and do that and eat pizza on, on Tuesday night. It was quite fun. And who is the best at the moment? I haven't, haven't played for a while. Yeah. Who was the best that's still... I don't know. Can you remember? I, I lived in charge of the division. He's pathetic, I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Which is pretty sad, isn't it? Yeah. But then again, you, you don't have to be brains to be a manager. You just have to... We'll keep going on there. High, high, high praise there. He's a, he's a great manager. He's a really, really, really great manager, but an awful chess player. <laughs> Challenges on. Adam Hamad's gone, please, Jim. Lol, I moved here to start gyms. Oh, he's moved up there to start gyms. Worked in Melbourne on high rise for 15 years. You can keep the cold, but I did love it at the six days in Melbourne, which is fantastic feedback about the training course. Well, I think, look, one of the great things about a franchise is that you can live where you want to. Well, if you do want to see change, it's a good option, isn't it? So many, so many yeah. jobs. You know, you if you want to, you want a job, a job, you got to live in a city, and you have got to be able to commute to where this. But if if in gyms you can say, I want to live X, I want to live on the Sunshine Coast, I want to live in wherever, and so you go there, you get a franchise, and you can make a living. Well, it's and, good. Yeah, it's good for a city. You probably won't make quite the same money as you would in the city, but then again, your cost is so much more. You can buy a house for a couple of hundred thousand dollars. It's all relative, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And John Adim is going, is there a cleaning token for the new Monopoly? Absolutely. It's this is the cleaning the one. Vacuum, so it's vacuum cleaner. The vacuum one was just because it could stand up and it was probably representing the best. It's quite detailed, the vacuum cleaner. I don't know what model the vacuum is. I don't know what models do our cleaning franchisees use. I don't know what it is. Heist, Hoover's, Dyson's, there'd be some brand. Put the brand in there. Peter Woolsey says, long time watcher, but but being mess, missing in action of late. Good to see you lovers back on the Facebook airwaves. Hope you're both well and taking care. I think I can do a bit better than Jim Peter, so... Let's keep moving on there. Dave McDonald was... In like, your dreams, young whippersniffer, <laughs> that's all I can say. <laughs> Dave McDonald, I was actually 100 k's away, left home at 6.30, got home at 6.20. So it's a massive day there for him as well. Hang on, it left... Oh, yes, of course. Yeah. I, I, it sounded like you got the, you got home 10 minutes before you left, which means you have a time machine. Like, I understand <laughs> what you mean. You never know. And he says, I'm outside every morning. That would be very efficient, actually, if you could do that, wouldn't it? It would be very you efficient. You could leave home at 6.30 and get back 10 minutes before you left. Would you go on, on your holidays or travel then if you could do that? I think tank travel would be very good. You yeah. know what I like to do? I like to put the whole of the IT department into a time warp <laughs> and get them to do everything they're going to do over the next six months, all like that, bang. Because <laughs> it's so frustrating. You're waiting and yeah. waiting until all these new features are coming out. I go in every day just to check on you know, how we're going, particularly with Jim's jobs, because mm -hmm. it's so exciting. There's all kinds of stuff coming up. Very, very true. So we've got 70 people watching, which is great. So make sure you comment, guys, like it, and hit share as well. Sharing really helps us out, so share on the top right. And it says, Eric Jergens, I'm outside every morning from 5 a.m. doing coffees. And yes, it is very cold out there at the moment. But as Jim says, toughen up. Yep. You're quite tough, Eric. So you, you are right. right too. You love it, Eric, talking to all the people. And You've got, nice, you got and... nice warm warm machines too. And, and, and yeah, I'm sure you can have yourself a drink of your own coffee. I'm... 100%. Yep. How many coffees do you have a day, Eric, by of interest? I'd love to know. Put it in there. Put it in there. And then Michael Watson's got a comment there. Let's keep moving on with that one. Jim's meeting says, when is Jim's Monopoly releasing? What's out now? Yeah. So it's here. So you can go online, Jim's still under the shop, and you can buy it as well. Now, Sebastian and I Jolly. I think for the next month, we're still giving it at 60, bucks, yeah. 60 bucks, the pre-order price. Yeah, we'll adjust the page content. We're going to do a nice page for it. But yeah, we'll stay at that for a while, then we'll go up just a little bit. So but, but then we'll do franchisee-only deals, don't worry. We're going to have pages and all that set up. Sebastian Jolly says... That, that's for franchisees who want to buy in bulk. Yeah. If somebody wants to, wants to give, give their... Monopoly to a whole lot of clients, then that'll be a different issue. Absolutely. Sebastian Jolly says, Hi guys, two questions. Can Jim's job sync with Myob? And second question, can I start a service from another division? Yes. Well, in both cases. Yes. So can it, it can't, so can it sync to Myob, Myob right now, Jim's jobs? As far as I know, it can. It's, it's zero in Myob. So Myob can actually sync with them right now? As far as I'm... Okay. You can kind of check that, but I was always intended to do that. Okay. And can I service, and can I start a service from another division? 
It's just it just works the same as cost of Israel. It just works the same. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's no different to to any other. You, you can just use it to run whatever you're doing. Yeah. So you got to. But and can I start? So you got to put yourself down for cost of Israel as well, and have all the yeah. relevant insurances, and make sure you do. When the job comes through, it just plunks into your system, yeah. no matter what it is. It doesn't. Jim's job doesn't doesn't discriminate against whether you're in the right division or not. I think that's separate to Jim's jobs, that one. I think he's just saying, can I start a service from another division? So I think he means cross-divisional. Oh, yes. Yeah. Sorry, if you just want to take work from another yeah. division, you just got to get permission, um, normally from the division itself. And have the relevant insurance and you know, yeah, be okay right. to do it. Peter Walsey says, Joel, will you be looking forward to sitting closer next to Jim once all this COVID no, goes No, no way. I'd rather sit further away. It's just the camera won't let me. Well, before we went on live, I actually told Jim to move away. It was too close. So it was the other way around tonight. So yeah. make sure. So <laughs> I do not mind personal distance at all. I think it's. I reckon it's a good system. You're loving it. What have you substituted it for? You, you know, you wouldn't be on the fist bump. You'd be just doing a wave, or you know, I don't even like this fist bump. Or you know, they do the elbow bump thing. I don't like that. I think because Jim is power hungry, he's making people salute him at work. So yeah. all around saluting him. I, th- I think. I think. Or the, bowing think actually. The, the bow would be would be very you know, master here. Yes, that's kind of thing. <laughs> and um, Eric Jenkins. My, my my sons used to say they call me dabbles. They they used to say dabbles has gone mad with power. It's one of their statements. Dabbles. Dabbles. They call me dabbles. They call their mother plum. Right, devils and plum. Children, there yeah. you go. You learn something new when you do these things. Eric Jurgen says Luke hasn't signed up yet. So Eric, you're saying his son hasn't technically signed up yet. It's because of the ruling you said before. Well, if you get three more of the family signing up, we'll definitely give you a free monopoly. So. <laughs> I don't know how many kids you got there, but keep on working on it. <laughs> keep on working. Imagine if you had five, Eric. Five would be very hard to beat. Five would be very hard, hard to beat. That's it. Dave McDonald says, yes, I've done a lot for, for this farm. They have 40,000 hectares and 75,000 sheep. That's a huge sheep station. They needed it done and I was the one. That's yes, fantastic. Cool. That's the best the best way when you've got an arrangement. Um, I have a similar arrangement with Eric who does our place. It's just, he actually charges, charges 70 bucks an hour, which is fine because he just does whatever he sees necessary. I don't really worry about it. It might be three hours, four hours, whatever. Fantastic. But because the relationship is already there, it's a very different thing to going out to a job first time. True. Then Paul Stanley's going to follow-up question. Is your actual business strategy the same as your monopoly? Good question. Very smart question. <laughs> well, the difference in business is that, is that in monopoly, it's all win-lose. Uh, my business strategy is always win-win, apart from the, the, the competitors, not worry about them, which we don't really focus on. So we, what can we do as a deal that'll make us, that'll work for your clients, that'll work for the franchisees, work for the franchisors, work for us? It's, it's, you're always, it's, it's a very different mentality. Um, I find, yeah, and, 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 and clever deals is, and, yeah, you've got to dispute with somebody. It's like, oh, I had a mediation with somebody um, yesterday on Zoom. And there was a problem with a with Are we a, allowed to talk about it? A franchise. Can we talk about mediation? No, I'm just, I'm just talking oh, in, in right. general. There was a dispute. Yeah. And we got onto mediation and we talked about it and came up with a solution. And that's what you like to do, because I don't want people to go away feeling unhappy. Mm. There we go. And what about your strategy about um we obviously have a lot of young people buying franchises, so it's probably not the same. You want to keep people out on the Monopoly board. You want to keep young people in houses, you want to keep us out, so Yeah, Monopoly's Monopoly was originally designed as a game to, to show how bad Monopoly Capitalism. Capitalism yeah. is. It's a sort of a communist game if you look at it that way. Mm. Um, I've been called Comrade Jim a few times by previous people on this as well, so. Yeah, but, but <laughs> real businesses, see, when you're in business, it's, it's a very different mentality because you're actually working with people you're on the same side as. Mm. You know, you've got your staff, you've got your franchisees, you've got your clients. You're really trying to work out how to make everybody happy. The only people we don't want to make happy necessarily is our competitors, and you don't talk to them very much. Mm. You might be, you might go and spy on them, for example, and, and we discuss them. But it's overwhelmingly much more positive. And thanks to Jack, Jake for that fact as well about the um, the original 
for the game, how it was showed to make capitalism yes. look bad. Didn't, okay. I didn't know that at all until today. Paul King's gone, Jim, idea for the app. Make the Monopoly game playable for when the Zs are waiting for a client, something to kill time. Waiting for a client. Mm. So they're waiting for a client. Monopoly on the phone. I don't know how that would but go. But who are you going to play with? You play with um, people in the network, maybe. I always have I always have a talking book actually going. Whenever I'm got any time, I just got this. I take out my um, take out my earbuds and put them in. Listen to a talking book, um, which is great. I'm actually listening to one now about uh, Banjo Patterson, which is really really fun. Man from Snowy River. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the guy who wrote it. Yeah, he's talking about his family and family history and stuff. It's just fascinating. So I was going to the dentist today to have my tooth extraction, and I was listening to the banjo. It was it was good. There we go. And then the tooth wasn't, but, 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 but the talking book was. Could be an extra down the track when it's done, maybe like an interactive game or something, make something there, something in the, in the, in the platform. Yeah, maybe we'll do other things with it. I don't know. Yeah, you never know. You, can, you, you, could always, you could always have um, ways of, uh, of keying to something so you can, get, you can get uplifting lectures or talks or ideas about customer service. There's lots of things you could do with it. It's fascinating stuff, actually. The potential of... What technology can do is way beyond what we're using it for now. I think it's it's exciting just to see what we can achieve with this thing, and I think I think it'll be it'll be a world class product. Thanks for that uh, comment, Paul. Appreciate it. Katie Reading says, "I was just kidding. Eric's number plates were all he's doing. Oh, that's good to hear. It's such a great idea. He is a true gym supporter. Absolutely, Eric. Certainly is. is. Yes. He's a big and we grand have, have an awful lot more." Um, Jimmy's Mobile Cafe out there. It's a great division. It sounds like it's really got good potential. Well, it appeals to a different market, right? Like yes. a different people who might want to do that in the home fresh and stuff like that. It's a different, broader, broader uh, base of people maybe who might be interested in that. Yeah, we want to, and now we've got Eric being so successful. We want to show people out on the road, go out on the road with Eric and just see what he does and just see how much, how successful he is and what a great lifestyle it is and how much money you can make. I mean, it's a fantastic business. It really mm. is. And, yeah, and Peter, Peter John Duncan says, Hi, Jim and Joel. So get out Peter John Duncan. I haven't seen that name before. So get out Peter for the first time. And then we're going to go back up here. David McDonald, I get back home, tell myself the work is done and it doesn't need to be done. And then David McDonald says, My beard helps with the cold. And I have about five coffee, coffees a day. Gee whiz, five coffees a day. You'd be buzzing. I know you added an insurance has around 10. and has around 10 smokes a day and that's his food for the day. And that's it. It's not the best one. <laughs> And then Legendary Landscaping Australia has gone, what equipment do you recommend to your mowing franchises? It's a good question. Uh, they use a lot of things. I know for the for the ride-ons, they tend to use the top-level machines like the American-made walkers. Um, well, there's walkers, there's Toros. Well, Zero-turn mowers. Yeah, people people zero use Toros. Yeah. Yeah. Zero-turn. What yeah. we're trying to get people into is the, uh, the battery-powered ones because they're, they've got many advantages. Um, they, they cost more to get into in the beginning. But if you can have a recharging mechanism on the trailer, which we've developed, um, you can go out there and it's very quiet, which is a big advantage. And it doesn't, it doesn't, it, less maintenance, um, many, many advantages to battery power. And it's, why not, it's the one I use actually on battery power. It's probably more the regional franchisors with the franchisees in the area. So they might recommend gears and probably take those recommendations yeah. probably stronger than any from head, from head office, which is the case. I know Honda gets used a lot. There's yeah. Bushmaster, there's a few things, isn't there? We, we, we just tend to use the best quality machines that we can. Because it's, it's an entirely different thing. When you use a mower domestically, I mean, you, the kind of per, amount of mower work that a normal mower does in 10 years will do in, in, in just, you know, 10 weeks, and everyone, five weeks. And everyone's a bit different as well, so they might like different brand affiliations or something. They might like the way it feels better over something else. So there's no real recommendation from head office. It's more the franchisors and the franchisees. There's sort of free choice there. And Paul King says zero only. Then Jerry, Jeremy Singer says hi. So g'day, Jeremy. 
And then uh, David David McDonald says, I've been bowing to people. So David's taking your advice up in Horsham. I don't know how they go down in Horsham there, David. Maybe in the city you'll get away from it or Fitzroy, but not in Horsham, so... I don't know what, 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 what would be what would a traditional bushies greeting be? Yeah, good night, copper. That's it with a cat. No, that's 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 more subservient. You reckon? What would be what would be a typical Australian, real Aussie old style? Back in the days of banjo. Cobber. It'd be cobber. Good night, good night, cobber. I can't cobber. imagine they shook hands very much. I really don't think that that'd be a no, no. If you look at if you look Aussie. at the if you look at a lot of the old ads where they do beers and pub acts like the old VB ads and stuff back in the day, it's always you know shaking a hand and stuff. So. G'day, really mate. strong, really strong. G'day, mate. G'day, Bill. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Maybe. That's yeah. it. Let's get on. Dave McDonald's. Uh, we should be more Australian. We're too influenced by overseas people, you know, overseas customs. I reckon Australians have got I mean, Listen to this talking book about Banjo Patterson. Just really makes you proud of being Australian. We are different and distinctive, and we've become sort of Americanized and stuff. I agree with you. I always say g'day. I don't know if you've ever noticed it, but I always say g'day. I don't say hello, I say hi. I say g'day. When, someone, when anyone calls me, whenever I try to talk, I say g'day, how are you going? Jim's is a very Australian image. It's a guy with a beard and a hat. A hard-working Australian. Yeah, always hard-working, doing something manual. Even though you say you're pretty lazy right now. Yeah, I'm not physically lazy, though. I do like, I'm 68, I still like doing physical work. I enjoy it. I, got, I was at my farm at the weekend doing, yeah, I must have spent six or eight hours cutting bracken and Stripping down trees and all kinds of things. Might have to take up some of those unserviced leads then, Jim. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, think, I think Australianism is good. And, and Jim's is a very Australian company. It's very egalitarian. It's very different from the normal, traditional, very hierarchical structure. The fact that our franchisees can vote out their franchisors can veto changes to their own manual. I mean, this kind of stuff is, is remarkable. It's mm. very different from any American-style model of franchising, and yet I think very Australian. Absolutely. And Luke, and Luke O'Neill says, Jim, do you know if a franchisee has ever worked their way around Australia as a working holiday and taken leads as they go? No, never heard of it, but it's a good idea. Yeah, you might be the, you give it a crack, maybe be the first one. How would, I don't know how that would work. That'd be very interesting, wouldn't it? You, you can. Actually, what you'd have to do is to figure out where the unserviced work was. But there's unserviced work. If you were a mowing contractor, a franchisee in a special, you could go just about anywhere and find work. I tell you what, if you go up to the top end, you'll get... Snow down with work to Northern Territory. Yeah, you'd have to be logging into gyms online all the time and updating your work areas, I guess, and where you can take but work. That'd be a, certainly an issue. But yeah. no, nothing wrong with that. I mean, you just you just go in there and you change them. You just work out where you're going to be. And I think you can go within X kilometres of, 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 the, of the area. Well, I think Luke's got a young family, so it'd be something that um, would be probably appealing as well. And Peter Wolsey says, are we going to do another live video of Jim's rice storage device? The first video was riveting. I don't know if you're being sarcastic or not. I can't tell with the writing. <laughs> I don't know if it was live as a video with the gym's prepping stuff with the yeah. rice. Well, it's a different little handy hack. If you want to buy rice in bulk, if you're a bit of a tightwad, you can buy all your rice and it's for cheap and store it. Well, being a tightwad is not the point, even though I am a tightwad, obviously, <laughs> which is why I admire her, my uh, hero, Mr. Burns. Mon Montgomery Burns, yeah. so much. But uh, it's more for security purposes. And I, I'm very. I'm a very cautious person, even though I'm in business, because I, I, I like to be safe. And, and, you know, you never know what's going to happen. There you go. And we've got uh, Jeremy Singer says, Jim, would you ever grow the beard back? Um, I think we thought about it. My wife didn't eject sometimes. Mm. Sometimes you didn't shave for a couple of days, like when I'm at the farm. And, yeah, maybe I'd let it grow. It'd, it'd be white now, actually. It'd look quite different. Yeah, you could do it. A bit of an old, an old age gym logo. It'd be right. Only if Lee was to agree to it. If, if you feel <laughs> like this. Oh, no, it's a black beard. We need a white one, but, yeah. yeah. But it wasn't even black at the time, actually. It was more of sort of a... Like a ginger beard. It was ginger. Yeah. 
And that, that's, that's the reason I took it off, because it, it was ginger. It's a different from your head hair. So even though this hair was brown, this one was going sort of grey. It might be it goes ranga too. I think it's like 70% of blokes, they, their hair colour goes, you know, the gingery sort of colour. Yeah. It doesn't matter, yeah. Uh, let's keep going on here as well. So Peter John Duncan says, we just, we've just sat down and done our figures for the first couple of months in business, and we are 200% above our initial projections. Excellent. Best mood ever to eat. Best move ever to join the gym's family. Now talking about. And I tell you little... what, you can you can do better with time. Absolutely. Um, but I'll keep going off the comment. I was just... talking with a new franchisee just this afternoon. Actually, he had a problem with a with a. He'd made a mistake with a job and got a bit of a complaint about it. And but he was talking about what he did wrong and so forth. And I said, look, don't worry about the fact that you got a bit of a black mark there. It'll get swamped with a five star service. But the main thing is you learn from what you're doing and you're going to get better. I was finished off that comment there as well. So the initial protections, best move ever to join the gym's family. I love the word family because it is a family. I think and, so too. And now, tell, and now talking with our franchise or Steve on how to grow from here. Very exciting for us, Peter, Pete, and Denise. Gym's cleaning Landsborough Biwa. Excellent. Which is fantastic. Oh yeah, Denise. Uh, Denise Taylor, I think it was yeah up in the Sunshine Coast there. And they started during the pandemic. Yep. And business was booming. So excellent. Fantastic. Well and then Peter Woolsey says, is one of the Monopoly pieces <laughs> pieces Jim's old Mitsubishi Outlander? It should be the Kingswood, but yeah, the, the Outlander. No, yeah, no, yeah, actually. <laughs> I, my original my original yeah. car was the um was the uh, Kingswood. Holden Kingswood. And then I had a couple of um, old and, and you bought it to pick Volvos. up girls, didn't you? Hmm? You bought it to be a bit of a ladies' man. You found it didn't help you out too much, didn't you? Useless. And then you don't remember ripping out the back seats. He's like, I don't need those back seats anymore. I give it up by that stage. <laughs> Getting any, any, any girls into it. <laughs> I had a very sparse love life when I was at university. Yeah. We'll keep moving on. It's all right. Taylor Rockcock says, what division has the best growth currently? For a change of pace? Oh, dog wash, probably, actually. Dog wash? Dog wash is booming ahead. When Sharon took it over, I had 65. It's taken about 130. She reckons we'll be at 200 by the end of the year. Absolutely. And Clang had a good... Cleaning as well had a boom. Cleaning's, cleaning's growing faster, going quite fast. Yes, um, but it's still well. Fencing is actually starting to show some real. We've got about fifteen guys into training right now, so we, we've had good growth by the end of the year. So that's another group. And, too. And if you are watching as a member of the public, thinking about a change, there's a lot of options on us at a bad time, but it's you know you can't go wrong. It's a good time for us yes. because we've got plenty of work. Yeah, and so the franchise inquiries are increasing dramatically. Um, Absolutely. Then David Don says, Jim, new podcast for you, Lex Fried, Lex Friedman. 107, Peter Singer, Suffering in Humans, Animals, and AI. So Peter Singer's a philosopher, I think. Yeah, I know who Peter Singer is. Yeah, philosophers are pretty useless if you ask me, I think. I don't know. What do you think about philosophers or philosophy? I'm more... Well, I'm not so much philosophy as such, but uh, I'm reading this wonderful book now called Apocalypse Never, which is actually about the conservation movement, environmental movement, and how much damage it can do. Mm. For example, it was describing situations where the where the basically a environmental group, so-called, is backed by fossil fuel interests to shut down a nuclear power plant so they convert to burning gas and the, and the um, greenhouse gases go way, way up. This is an environmental move that make, movement that makes this happen, which is pretty crazy. Mm. So they're actually trying to increase global warming. And yet they're funded by people who, and swore people who say, hey, we're against global warming. Mm. I, I get... I get this is a wonderful book, actually. It's a guy called Merriweather. Um, and I know a lot of the, the greenie peoples like the ABC are... are we love the ABC. It's down the track. We, we love, love them, ABC. But we love them, we but, love they, the but they have a very uh, one-sided view of everything. Uh, they're trying to ignore all this stuff, but it's, it's a very powerful... Um, nuclear power is actually, if you look at it in terms of deaths and accident rate, it is the safest form of power generation by far. And it's the one...
to just build a nuclear power plant on an earthquake fault or wherever it is in um, yeah. Japan, which is a bit silly. Well, even then, it's the damage is, is, is most exaggerated. Australia is a great place to have plenty of uranium. We've got plenty of land. We're very stable. We should be building nuclear power stations all over the place. That's where you get electricity from, not from coal or oil. Would you own one? Would you own one just to be like your idol? If I could. <laughs> could you imagine that? Jim, are you own your own power, nuclear power plant. Oh, oh, I love the irony in it. Could you, could you imagine? Well, I'm not quite that rich, I'm afraid, but still. <laughs> Dave McDonald says, uh, Peter Singer's Australian as well. I think Eric Jurgens. I used to have 15 to 20 coffees a day before I did Mobile Cafe. Now I have about six a day. Well, that's good to hear, Eric. The constant aroma of the freshly ground beans is such a wonderful smell. It's helped me to cut down. And Jim, we have seven children and 10 grandchildren. All could join Jim's, but I would need a better incentive. He wants you to incentivise him before he pushes more kids into it. All right, okay. All right, Eric, you got me. If you manage to get all seven on, <laughs> we'll give you two Monopoly sets. Two Monopolies for no, seven kids. Take that for it. That's it. An intergenerational gyms as well. That'd be quite cool. Absolutely, yes. And Neil Simpson says, Jim, if you could only change one event in history, what would it be and why? That's a good question. Hiring me. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'd never change anything before uh, 11 years ago because if, if I did, if you changed the world in any way, my children wouldn't be born. So my, old, my youngest son is turned 11 today, so I would never change anything. There's a film called About Time, which I really love, yeah. which is about, you know the one where he goes into a... a like comedy, a romance comedy or something, is it? Romance comedy, you go yeah. to a comedy and, you, and, they, and, they, and you go back and change the past. Yeah. And, and he goes back one time and he changes the past in a way that's to help his sister out, but he ends up losing his daughter. Mm. And he has to go and reverse the whole thing. So that would be one thing... Um, as far as I could change history in terms of some of the mistakes I've made over the past 10 years, that's for sure. I would love to change those. As to world history, I, I actually think that people have a lot less, individual people have a lot less influence on history for the most part than, than, than we think. Possibly someone like Winston Churchill would be a great example of somebody who may have changed the course of history because the English were quite close to giving up if he hadn't got on board. But generally, I don't think individuals make as much difference as people think they do. Mm. That's a great question, Neil. That's it, a is really, a, it is a wonderful really question. Good question. It's a franchise in over in NZ. Legendary Landscaping Australia's gone, Joel, how did you find mowing with Matt Thorpe and what did you think of, of using the equipment? I've got a lot of respect for our mowing franchisees because I stuffed up the thing first. Go, I've got no idea. But Matt was, a, Matt was a great guy and a legend. You can watch the Day in the Life video. I think you might have watched it, Legendary Landscaping Australia. He's a great guy. We went out for the full day on the road. It was really good, I think, um, Things like an hour video. But Matt was a legend with Des Warren as well, his franchisor, and I'm useless. So I've got no opinion on the gear. I think he has Hondas. So he had the Honda self-propelled, which has got a nice kick to it, and, and the uh, whippersnippers as well. So I'm useless at it, so I can't give you an honest opinion on the equipment, but I can say Matt and Des are, are great fellas. Then Adam Lumsden says, hello. So g'day, Adam, for tuning in, leaving a comment. Then Sam Abbas says, um, oh, Jim's professional house painting from home. Sam Abbas, Jim's professional house painting from home. So we do have a lot of Jim's professional house paintings, which mm -hmm. is fantastic, and they can do it at your home. Then Eddie Devlet says, G'day to you too, mate. So g'day, Eddie. I like the word g'day. Do you say g'day much? Do I? I say g'day. I don't I will try and I don't I don't like saying hi. I feel weird saying hi and hello. I say g'day. I always do. When I go to Macca's or something, or they look at me stupid, but I was saying I think I said mostly say how are you? Something like that. Yeah, I just say g'day, g'day, mate. And if you don't like someone, you say g'day champ. Yeah, I think I think what do I say? What do I say when I come in the office? I think you just say good morning. Or you just ignore people and walk <laughs> Do I say good morning? You say good morning. Oh, you know, say, how are you going? Yeah, something like that. How are you going? Good day is good. I, don't, yeah. I wouldn't say hi. That sounds very... It's weird. American. But yeah. you, you put it in into emails. 
The worst one, that's true, but the worst one is when someone says hello or g'day, buddy or champ. I don't like that. Have you ever called anyone a champ or a buddy or been champed or buddied yourself? No. Sometimes I call people mate. It depends on the circumstances. Yeah. And then David Don says, g'day, mate, and nod your head. Absolutely. That's the country country way. Then David Don says, you have to have a stronger handshake than the other guy. It's hard sometimes. Absolutely. What about you? Are you a big believer on the old heart? No, no, I think I think that's pathetic, actually. <laughs> oh, really? No, come on. Somebody who puts a bone crusher is basically a way of putting it's one upmanship. Mm. You know, people are people are all born and no brain. That, that, they do that kind of stuff. All born and no brain. You went like that. Were you indicating something there? Were you? No, not at all. Okay, all right. We'll keep moving on. Oh, there. Yeah, I was thinking about the, the couch pushing competition we had yesterday. Yeah, well, we did have a couch pushing competition. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you thought you were winning, and you thought, thought no, 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 I didn't think I was winning, but you, you certainly pushed back and got it. <laughs> so I need to do something to, about endurance. You're all skin and bones, Jim. You need to put it, you need to put in a bit of extra thirty kilos. You need, you need to eat some food, eat some pastas or something. Carb up, bulk up a bit, I reckon. You, you think, think you know, if I got a pot belly like you, it'd be, it'd be all right. Well, I have a pot belly. As I said, I'm gonna take my shirt off on one of these bloody things just to show you. No way, no pot belly at all. I think you'd disappear all the female audience if I saw you without clothes on. <laughs> I probably would. I'm like Casper the Ghost, so I might unblind everyone when they watch them. Mm-hmm. And then Eric Jang says you could work your way around in, in Australia with a mobile cafe business. Absolutely. Well, that's a good one. You could do it around a cafe, yes, mobile could. cafe around Australia. Absolutely, you could. The only thing about it is that is that what 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 you've, Eric's found is that having a regular place is actually very good because people get used to you. Yeah, well, there's one down here, Canby Road here, which is always booms. There's a lady I always drive in, and I've yeah. seen her there. I can't wait to have more of these mobile cafes. I think they're, they're brilliant-looking vans. They really are, and it's a great business, and it really can make good money. Absolutely. Damien Donald says, I was talking to my coffee guy this morning. He was surprised when we were talking about how much we didn't have to buy from preferred suppliers or we could vote out our franchise or. I yes. said, it's great. You never sign something until you read the contracts. Absolutely. And then Eric Jergen says, you should get them to him to join me. Dave McDonald, Jim, I actually have a cry when I listen to your audio, audio book. When you were talking about your wife leaving and you couldn't see your kids, do you still talk to your first wife? Because no. David's listened to the podcast series. No, no, I do not. It's a pretty good series, guys. Like I know we save a lot of gym content, but the book is a really good series because it goes right into it and it can get quite emotional. But there's a lot of good stories there as well. No, it's, it's a horrible experience. It's the worst yeah. thing that ever happened to me when I didn't see my kids for two years, and 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 you know I, I try to forgive my wife, mm. ex-wife, but. I, I still wake in the night sometimes with the horror of that time. It's just awful. Yes. I love my kids a lot, always have. Yeah, you can tell you do. And watch that, guys. That's the Jim's book series. We're going through chapter by chapter. We're going to do a couple more as well. Then Craig Watson says, um, Hi, Jim. Uh, Jim's mine, Denim Court. And I and I have had Jim's security to install security cameras. And so far, I've had Jim's electrical and also Jim's dog wash as well. Well, none. That's fantastic. And Jim Security is doing a lot of work with security cameras and CCTV. We could do it with, with more, the more Jim Security, that's for sure. It's a great business. It's a really good business now. If the um, smart locks and people want cameras in their home mm. and because people are pinching all their Hello Fresh boxes and push, you know, they, when you order those box subscription meals, there's a lot of people stealing those. Mm. So you need to catch the crooks. Ronnie McLean, I know uh, you like healthy eating, Jim, but do you have the occasional dessert? Oh, yeah. If so, what's your poison? Good question. Oh, so many. <laughs> what's your poison, Jim? I love apple pie. Apple pie with, um, I must say, but mostly Coles bread or something. Apple pie with ice cream or custard is really nice. Yeah. I love chocolate. Um, I try to eat dark chocolate with nuts in it. That's really nice too. Um, Nutella straight from the. I don't even call it a dessert. It's more just a just an addiction. You just go like that, and the whole whole thing disappears. Mm. Yeah, I have a big thing about chocolate. <laughs> I had a talk with. The, I had a, had a group of addicts at the, at the conference center here running a. Um, running a seminar and they asked me to give a talk and I said, I just have to admit, guys, this is my, this is my addiction Nutella. Is that, a, is that serious? You had a group of addicts at the comments center? Yeah, yeah. Well, they were addicted to alcohol or addicted to whatever they were addicted to. I said, and you got up there. Yeah, 
I like it up there and talk. I said, I'm an addict. I, really? I, I'm terrible with Nutella. I really am. There we go. My, my family knows that. They buy it Nutella. They have to hide it somewhere. Mm. And they put it in some obvious place like the bread maker so I can, I can find it. And I'll <laughs> dig it out. I can smell that stuff. They're trying to put weight in you, Jim. They're trying to give you hints. They don't want you to be a skeleton anymore. Try and put some muscle on. Put some weight on. Nutella is a good way to build muscle. Is this, is, is this, your, is this your dietary secrets? Let's put on some steak. I, I think we should talk steak. to personal training about, about, about Nutella as a guide to actually becoming fit. Put the Nutella in the protein shake, make it nice. Nutella protein shake, Jim, get a few of them in you. I reckon you'll like them, actually. Peter Smith's gone, can I leave uh, a franchise to my child and have a dynasty? Yes. Or do they still have to pay a purchase fee? No. That's a good question. No, no, you don't. You can, just, you can just will it to somebody in the family. You just pass it through. It's allowed. It's in the contract. Well, there you go. So you can. There's an answer there. Hopefully you're around for a long time. Don't have to do that. Dave McDonald says, Homer tried to change the past with a toaster. Remember the episode when Homer went in the past with a time machine toaster mm. and caused a few issues? And then Dave McDonald says, is it in the contract that you can will some of the franchise, which you've just answered? So it is in the contract, is it? Yeah, I think yeah. it'd be nice, actually. I think there are some father-son businesses around. I don't know any, any mother-daughter ones as yet, but... Uh, I think it's a great multi-generation sure multi to be fantastic. I'm sure there's a mother-daughter one. I'm sure there is. Let us know. If there's, I'm sure there is. Actually being passed from mother to the daughter. I've been passed on. Okay. A lot of, lot of people, mothers work with their daughters and so forth, but I've never heard of an inheritance of it. There we go. And Taylor Rockock says, how would you find out the availability of work for pressure washing in a Queensland area? I have someone who's interested in Jim's Plus, but he's tied into a franchise which is not working so well. Well, it's very simple. If you, if you email me, jim at jims.net, I'll tell you what unserviced work there is around. That's the first thing we look at is, is how much work is there available mm. and especially how much work is unserviced. You'd be very surprised how much work there is in all kinds of divisions in all kinds of areas. And you're saying how much is it to join or what's the fees and all that sort of stuff? Oh, that, that I couldn't tell you. You'd have to talk to the franchisor. But once again, if you contact me, I'll put you onto the uh, relevant person and I'll give you the exact figures. But you're saying what's the cost of a third-party contractor to join Jim's Plus? It's no cost. It's you just pay for the leads. Oh, no, no, you just pay by the leads. In fact, if you get the first three leads free. Mm. But we, we won't join you unless we've got unserviced leads in the area. Yep. A lot of people actually contact us to want to join, but we don't have anything in their area, so there's no point to it. What we try and do is to look at where we've got the surplus work and then we then we, then we put those people on. That's it. Then Eric Jurgens says, speaking of champ, where, where is weed tonight? Wait tonight. I don't know if that's a shot at wave. I don't know. Haven't heard it. Yeah, I know. He's, a bit, he's gone missing. I'm a bit worried about wave. We might have to do a... Do a check-in or call. I think he's around the Mount Druitt type of way. It's mm. shocking that I know that, but I know that. He's around Western Sydney up there as well. Then Paul Sanders has gone, Taylor, it's free to join Jim's Plus. Unless, speaking of Paul, I know Jim's networking is up and going again. I know Paul's Yeah, Paul's going to head that up. That, which so, is a really good achievement. Where, where different divisions work together. There's software that's been written. It's, it's like um, BNI, but completely free. But, but, so it's, it's only one person from, from each division. Now, with Paul, um, yeah, I think you've got to be very active in it or you get booted out is the thing. So you can't just sit there and do nothing. Yeah, a lot of the chairmen were actually um, not active at all. Yeah. So it's had to, be, had to be sorted out. It's something that has to sort of be stayed on top of it, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. But it's a fantastic tool and everyone can do it. But Jim, Jim Plus is, is a good way into gyms too. I know there's at least two people come from antennas into gyms, into, bought franchises after a while because they get to come in, they like the leads. The fact, the fact that they get the leads first and then somebody says to them, hey, how would you like all of this? You've got this much. How would you like all of this? How would you like to be front of the queue? That's what tends to happen. So people are starting to join from Jim's Plus into Jim's, which is one of the ideas. Well, Jim's is the way to go anyway. You want Jim's, the original Jim's, it's always the best. And, of know, course it is, yeah. You've got a franchise system which has its own Monopoly game as well. So well, look, it's, it's, a simple, it's a simple thing. Yes, you're paying money, but if you go into business 
with your own service business, you're, you're probably going to fail in the first year. It's like 90 to 95% failure. With us, it's like a 10% chance mm -hmm. of failure. So it's actually a very, very good investment if you think of it that way. If you think of working for six months without any income, what does that cost you in terms of lost income as opposed to starting off with a good income? Very true. I've got something. I'm going to have interesting comments here. So Wade's signing up for training next week. I hope he is. I hope he's Wade is right now doing an inquiry, investigating it. I'll tell you what, Wade, the best thing you ever do. Paul Sandler says I'm going to be very tough. So Paul's going to be very tough on the network. I really appreciate what you're doing, Paul. This is great getting this going. It's a great initiative. And then David McDonald says, well done tonight, keeping up, Joel. So I've got through the comments tonight. I know I missed a few weeks back, which still haunts me. That's what keeps me up at night, Jim, is ignoring those all those viewers when we did the live stream with the audience. Then Wade Vanderhunty, hopefully you pronounced your name gone. This is an interesting one. We've never had this before. If you could lock up one person in a mental institution, who would it be? Donald Trump, probably. Donald Trump. Someone said Joel in the comments. David said Joel. It's not very nice. <laughs> I, I, as being a relatively conservative voter, I cannot believe how bad that guy is. Trump. Oh, I'm yeah. so much hoping he can get kicked out. Sorry to anybody. Well, I don't who think he will. But I don't think he will. Um, the, the polls are strongly against him. He's stuck. Well, what happened there. last time with the polls? They weren't as they weren't as extreme. He's just going to say it's fake news and blah 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 and go on a big tirade and who knows what he's going to get up to. I don't know. There's a few there's a few people around who we'd rather do without, I'm sure, but still. So Donald Trump's your answer. Mm. Do you reckon you'd have to take his wig off when they go? What do you reckon? Is it a toupee? Surely it's a wig. Do you reckon, it a wig? Do you reckon it's a wig? The Donald Trump? Would you ever get a toupee or a wig? Something like that? No way. <laughs> no way. Just for the photo, we could put it on the hat and do the beard. No, I th I th I'd wear a fake beard for a photo, but uh, I think that's... You would uh, wear a fake beard for a photo, yeah. yeah we've done that. We could do that with the hat again and put the fake beard on. We should yeah, look, you could do all kinds of things. If you want to try and appear younger, you know, you could give yourself a toupee and dye your hair and stuff. Like that. Would you ever do a facelift or anything like that? Pull it up to get rid of the wrinkles? Never, never. <laughs> if so, there was a total rejuvenation, so I'd go back to being, you know, 25 again, I'd certainly take that one, but not, not just cosmetic. <laughs> no, no way. There you go. And then uh, Eric Jergen says, let's finish off tonight with a good word to say about Joel. And he says, finish with a joke from Jim. So don't have to do a good word about me. There won't be any good words about me. So let's do finish with a joke. I don't know any jokes. I don't know any more jokes. I think I've told all my jokes, haven't I? I, I told you the one about, um, about Holmes, haven't I? You heard that one? Holmes? Holmes and Watson. I can't remember this one, no. All right, okay. No, I'll, I'll try and tell this right. one, okay. Holmes says, look up. Um... Watson, what do you see? And, he, and, and Watson says, I see, I see stars. And Holmes says, but, but Watson, what does that mean? Well, Watson says, well, meteorologically, it means it's you know, clear without any clouds. And chronologically, it means it's nighttime. Um, astronomically, it means um, we're in an outer ring of the Milky Way galaxy. Um, cosmologically, it means the moon is in Pisces. And in terms of, of cosmology, it means we are infinite specks of matter in the vast whirling emptiness of space. And Holmes says, what's a new fool? What it means is that someone has stolen our tent. <laughs> Fair enough, I haven't heard that one before. That's a new one there. I think the one I said to you, because you got, I've got a few written down here, but I'll keep them in my pocket for next week. So what we're going to do, guys, we're going to do some Festivus feats of strength. I know we talked about it last week. The arm feats, of, feats of strength and endurance. And, we, and, and, and you've got to tell people how much they disappointed you. This is an important part of Festivus. We're going to do it. We're going to call it Jimivus. We're going to have an aluminum pole or some sort of pole. We're going to get it. 
and we're going to do both. So we're going to have the, the arm wrestle and some endurance contests and stuff like that just as a bit of fun. Or the couch push. The couch push we're going to do because it's the per- perfect distance to couch yeah. push. So we can give that a crack. Hopefully I don't run you over with that one, but we'll, we'll see how you go. All right, so guys, what we're going to do is we've, I've got um, I wrote a few na- names down here for some books and stuff. So I wrote down um, a few names. So I read them out. Neil I Simpson. do like the question about what would I change in history. Can I actually just give an answer to that one? Yeah. I wish in the Peloponnesian Wars the Athenians had not chosen to invade Syracuse. That's why I Syracuse. Is it Syracuse or Syracuse? I would pronounce it Syracuse. But it basically was the end of Athens because they sent these two armies against Syracuse and they got massacred. And after that, they were always so weak. I always find that really, really terribly painful mistake. So I wish they hadn't attacked Syracuse. That was back in about 412 BC. There you go. There's, There's your answer. So it's a great question. I like that question. Give, them, give them something, a book or something. All right, we'll do that. And I've got a few other names down. I wrote down uh, Rodney McLean. Rodney McLean, I think he's from Antennas. So he wrote, wrote, answered a really good question. So we're going to DM Rodney. Paul Stanley, which is a great name. Paul, you know Kiss, the band Kiss at all? The guitarist was Paul Stanley. So Paul Stanley's a great name. And Neil Simpson from over in NZ. Neil watches every week. I, I can't remember exactly what your question was, but I do write them down uh, to you know, because it's, it's jogged me mind at something good. And this thing here is where we do some videos and all sort of stuff. So make sure, guys, especially $60 for the next month, I reckon, that we're going to make a franchise-only code or page and you can get it at the same price as members of the public will be a little bit more. So get around Jim's Monopoly. I think it's a really cool thing. And thanks for tuning in. And happy birthday to your son as well. And we'll see you guys next week at 7 o'clock Wednesday night for more Arch Jim. See you guys.